1: Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available rubber podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at Twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. A uh, heck of a weekend in, yeah. uh, in the world of wrestling. We've got a lot to talk about, including a high-profile uh, main event for WrestleMania that uh, didn't happen, but hopefully one day will happen. We have Hope an so. update on Bobby Lashley's injury, and of course, Kenny Omega had a lot to say about Cody leaving uh, AEW potentially to go to WWE. Maybe as early as tonight. We've got recaps for No Surrender from Impact and Ray Reyes from AAA, uh, and we're going to get to all that in just a little bit. First up, want to let you guys know we got a brand new channel. It's called Frendo Club TV. Bunch of short form stuff. We got our uh, super cut of reactions from Elimination Chamber there right now. Go check that out. All sorts of other stuff. We got some new stuff coming up this week as well. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, Larson, what's going on?
2: So, uh, this first story comes to us from uh, Louis Dangor at Give Me Sport. So, uh, he reported that WB at one point strongly considered a fatal foray match between WB's four horsewomen. Of course, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, and Becky Lynch. However, in the end, they decided not to proceed with that particular bout, primarily because Ronda Rousey said, hey, I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. And so they went with uh, Ronda versus Charlotte, and then Becky versus Bianca. Uh, This match, a, a million percent needs to happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah, It absolutely needs to happen. It's kind of weird. It hasn't happened yet, of course. It did happen in
1: NXT. Yeah, it did.
2: It was several years ago. It was a really good match, too. It was a really good match. Um, To have this in the main event of WrestleMania uh, would be fantastic. At the same time, though, having this match happen is great and as awesome as it would be. It would sideline the Becky-Bianca story, which would be a bummer. Um, But I guess if you have Becky win the four horsewomen match, at Mania and then, you know, a SummerSlam as you proposed several times leading up to Elimination Chamber, have Bianca and Becky have their match for the Raw Wins championship. Um after you have Becky defeat the other three four horsewomen. That's a deal.
1: Yeah, I mean I think, you know, given that Bailey's out, we have no idea how when she's gonna come back. I mean mm-hmm. I think there were some reports that it could possibly be uh in time for Mania, but I mean man, we're really close at this point. Uh I, I you do this at SummerSlam this year. You make it the main event of SummerSlam. You really do. You you put Roman on uh, uh two matches before, you have a cooldown match, and then you do this. But uh but I don't know. This feels look, this could easily be a WrestleMania match. Obviously, this is huge. This is awesome. Oh yeah, it's massive. But like, I don't know, I kind of get the SummerSlam vibes from this, you know, like a like a really awesome SummerSlam main event. Because hmm. here's the thing like night one of WrestleMania phew, Give me night two WrestleMania. That's, oh, the, yeah, that's the main event, right? But we know yeah, Roman's yeah. going to do that. Roman is Roman. Um, and and on top of that, like you said, <clears throat> it's sort of like a, oh, crap, what do we do? Bianca needs to be made. She needs to be made. And that, to me, is more WrestleMania than SummerSlam. I thought maybe with the symmetry of it being a year, that's your out and you do that. But I think there's something about... Whenever people talk about stuff, you know, they talk about Roman Reigns, how many times is he main evented WrestleMania. They, WrestleMania don't talk films, about, yeah. they don't talk about how many times the main event SummerSlam. Nobody really cares about that. Um. And so Bianca Belair beating all four of the horsewomen in the main event, and you can call it night one, night two, whatever, in the main event of WrestleMania, all four of them, if that's the track that she's going to take, which right now she's already got Sasha, she'll have Bianca this year, uh, Becky this year, hopefully Charlotte next year. Um that's huge. You're making a huge mm. start at WrestleMania. And you can always she'll always have that on her resume and WWE can always point at her and say she did that. Yep. yep. Um and uh and yeah, put this, you know, Sasha, Charlotte Bailey, Becky Lynch main event of SummerSlam this year. Oh my god. That that'd be killer. That'd be killer. It'd be
2: really good. Yeah, I be mean, next stuff. year, you know, assuming, let's, let's, let's say The Rock decides, no, nah, I'm not going to do WrestleMania next year. Mm-hmm, Maybe yeah. he's done wrestling. You know, and, and, and from all indications, it seems like they really want Roman versus The Rock to main event Mania next year in L.A. Mm-hmm. Say it doesn't happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you could you, do the four horsemen main event night, two. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. huge. Yeah, absolutely. Huge. And, I mean, the thing about this also is that <clears> – <throat> Another reason why I just think, I don't know, SummerSlam is fine with it or it'd be fine for SummerSlam. You don't need the titles involved, you know, mm-hmm. like you can have the titles. Let's say Charlotte loses to Rhonda and Bianca wins it from Becky, which are two things that I kind of expect to happen. They do whatever they do at SummerSlam. But in the main event, you got all four horsewomen. The timing kind of the timing kind of makes sense there. Um. So. Uh. So. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think that's great. I mean, they're loading up WrestleManias so hardcore. Anyways, man. That. Yep. Uh, that. You know. Give something to SummerSlam. Boy. That'd be. That'd be terrific. So. Uh, so. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean. Uh, I'm glad that. It, you know. If. If Louis here is to be believed. Um. That this was given serious consideration. That means that. It's gonna happen. You know. At some point, uh, yeah. Barring. Barring. You know. The uh, injuries. You know. Not lining up or whatever. Uh, you know, th- this seems like it's something that they they have on their plate. That's a big match. I really like that. It
2: is a massive match.
1: Yeah,
2: enormous. Uh, so uh, uh during Saturday's Elimination Chamber pay per view, you guys can move on now. Uh, Bobby Lashley was seemingly either hurt or written off the show, off the main event after Seth Rollins power bomb the Austin Theory into his pod onto Lashley. Shortly after Elimination Chamber ended, former WWE writer. Kazim Famuade mentioned on the Ringer Wrestling show that he had it, and these transcripts uh, are via wrestlingnews.co, quote, under good authority that Lashley is shoot-hurt and has been hurt since the Rumble match. Uh, He continues, if you've noticed, he hasn't worked any Raws. He hasn't really defended his title. He was shoot-hurt at the Lesnar match at the Rumble. From what I'm told, it's for at least four months, shoulder surgery. I'm hearing that he might not even make it to Mania. PW Insider has sent to provide an update on Lashley's condition, reporting that they were able to, quote, confirm that Lashley is slated to get looked at sometime this coming week in Birmingham, Alabama, which is where Dr. James Andrews, who handles a number of WB talent surgeries, is situated. It would explain why Lashley was taking those German suplexes from Brock off to the side. Oh, yeah. If yeah, he had yeah. hurt his shoulder yeah. during the match. Yeah. Because that's one thing I noticed is like that first one he took, you know, he took on his back and every other one he was taken on his side. Mm-hmm. And it seemed kind of awkward. I was worried he was going to get hurt doing that. But maybe, maybe, I don't know for sure, obviously. Maybe he had gotten hurt prior to that and was trying to save some some impact on his shoulder by taking him kind of sideways.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because like the whole thing about him being hurt in the ring, like if it wasn't the leg, which is the only thing that made sense, it didn't look like his head, but they were making it a concussion thing. So it's like, okay, he's... This is this is a they're the writing them out. This is this is fake. Yeah, they yep. wrote it to fool us. Uh, they did. But then, yeah, well, you know, actual injury. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I sort of mentioned this before. I'm I wonder if if this would have. If he just would have been destroyed by Brock like everybody else. Uh, and if, if that was the case, maybe this helps save him a little bit. Uh, so writing him out, I think, is probably the smart move if the idea is. Roman's going to get, we mentioned this in the Elimination Chamber thing, Roman's going to get both titles at WrestleMania. He's going to mm-hmm. need people to defend against on Raw and on SmackDown. And so uh, Lashley, he comes back if it's four months, which knowing Lashley, it might be three months because that dude is absolutely in outstanding shape. Yep. Um, so, uh, Or maybe it'll be more. It's at least four months. Maybe it'll be more. Yeah. I mean, SummerSlam maybe. It could be SummerSlam. It could be the SummerSlam match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's a big match. You bring him back to a huge babyface pop. He starts destroying people. And then Roman has you know a built-in contender right there, depending on how they do uh, the sort of title and title thing. I don't know how they're going to do that. But he's totally getting both those titles. Um, So, anyways. All right, let's get to this, man, because this is really, really interesting stuff. Um, Of course, tonight, Monday Night Raw, some people are expecting potentially, maybe, there's three hours to fill, you put Cody Rhodes in there. Uh, Maybe. I mean,
2: yeah. as of as of right now, about one o'clock Pacific, there's no official raw preview. I'll go check again.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, Instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie dot com. That's A N G I dot com.
1: So uh, Kenny Omega, uh, obviously uh, his former co EVP. Uh, Cody's departure from AEW dominated wrestling headlines last week. Over the weekend, Kenny sat down with the wrestling observer himself, Dave Meltzer, and uh, Garrett Gonzalez, and spoke about the former AEW EVP leaving the promotion he helped found. These transcripts come to you via Fightful. Kenny said, Everyone was shocked. We all know when our deals are up, especially the EVPs. We know when our deals are up. In the case of the Bucks, When their options kick in, for myself, I don't have a deal like that. I'm up next year just straight up done. I would have to re-sign a new contract. There is no option on it. We knew Cody's pretty much like the Bucks. It was that time. We would hear that there was possibly some difficulty with negotiation or whatever, but you never think it's going in that direction where the talent is going to opt for leaving, especially... When this thing first started, the most passionate person of our revolution, the most passionate person of creating the us versus them mentality was Cody. A little side note here for me. <laughs> I appreciate that when Dave Meltzer reported that Cody wasn't signing because he wasn't at TV, it seems like it might have come from Co- uh, from Kenny here <laughs> because he's saying we would hear that there was some possibly some difficulty with negotiation or whatever. <laughs> I was like, well, he just isn't there yet. Well. Anyways. He continues, he says uh, it was strange for him to just choose to up and walk away. However, that being said, feelings change. The environment around you is ever changing and constantly changing. Maybe the mission statement, the goal, the revolution, whatever it is you're searching for and trying to create, maybe that isn't what it is anymore to you. Maybe it isn't your inspiration and what gets you out of bed every day. I uh, I would always encourage everyone in wrestling in life, if your work isn't fulfilling and making you happy, you really should look for opportunities elsewhere, in a place where you can feel creatively free and a place where you feel your work is being appreciated and fulfilled. I'm guessing that, knowing Cody as well as I know him, I don't think it was an issue of money. I don't think it was Tony not shelling out enough cash to keep him invested with the company. Cody, he really believed in the original vision he brought to the table for AEW and the original vision that the team brought to the table when AEW was first becoming a promotion. We didn't know where this would go we had been optimistic about it and thought he would be where we are today, where we'd be considered a major promotion and we would have our fan base and have a lot of satisfied customers. I guess we never really sat down and talked to each other like, hey, okay, we have this opportunity to now change wrestling. How do you see it? How do we make this work? Maybe in the end, we had the Bucks and their vision, my vision and Cody's vision and all our visions are different. I would say mine was more similar to what the Bucks had envisioned and Cody's was much different. You're gonna get that. You're gonna you're going to get that when finally you've committed your life to an industry and a business. And finally someone goes, You've done this job all your life. You've been raising this business with these shackles on you to a degree by someone or something. Now those are off. You have carte blanche. What do you want to do? I understand there might be some heartbreak if you're promised that or told that and it doesn't come to fruition. Though my professional relationship with Cody was great, he's not a guy that I go get a Diet Pepsi with on my off time. I don't know how he personally feels about anything. I can only guess as to why he would leave. And I think that he saw it was with his deal up as an opportunity to investigate something within wrestling or life in general that would bring him more happiness. He continues on a little bit more. He says, I don't want anyone doing what we do in wrestling being unhappy or miserable. That destroys you. Uh, it's a huge mental, emotional, and physical commitment that if you're miserable while doing it, it can only lead to bad things. We've seen in wrestling where that can lead to terrible things, whether it be alcohol, pills, drugs, that runs rampant in wrestling. I would hate for that to happen when we set out to do something extremely positive for professional wrestling, or that was a goal anyways. That's sort of where the Bucks and I differed. We never want to go to war with Vince and WWE. We just wanted to give people an option and get us a platform for our brand of storytelling and our style of wrestling. When Cody had his way of going about things, I wasn't sure how to follow up with that, nor was I interested. There was Kenny doing his thing, the Bucks doing their thing, and the Cody-verse over there, Cody Island, doing whatever it is that he does, and then there's the stuff that Tony does. Eventually, as a lot of fans now know, essentially, it's Tony's show. Of course, he's always going to listen to our advice and take our suggestions to heart, but AEW is very much Tony's thing and baby. We're there to support it in any way we can. It's very possible this current version of AEW wasn't a good fit for Cody and to Cody.
2: I mean, it seems to speak uh, a lot more as far as Cody's reason for leaving, being more attached to losing whatever creative control he had at one juncture. Booking power he had at one juncture, as opposed to, let's say money wasn't involved. But, you know, I guess from Kenny's standpoint, and Kenny says in here, personally, he doesn't know why Cody left. He can only mm-hmm. surmise based on what he saw professionally.
1: It's about um, the most educated uh, opinion as we're going to get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, yep. it. it's funny because I'm sure Cody will speak on the subject. And, you know, sometimes the source itself isn't the most accurate when you're dealing with like it, it, sometimes the outside observers who are close to people might have a bit more insight than somebody's willing to let on so this kind of stuff mm-hmm. is actually incredibly valuable especially with Kenny Omega a guy who's consistently been transparent and open and um and a guy who whenever you listen to him in an interview he seems like he has no like hidden agenda there's no mm-hmm. there's no reason for him to lie um and, and, and yet he seems always like a very respectful person, mm-hmm. but he seems very open. I mean, he seems, you know, uh, when he speaks about wanting to create, you know, we don't want to go to war with Vince. We want to create something different for the fans. And then when you see Cody, you know, taking a sledgehammer to a throne yeah, yeah. Um, and being the guy, I mean, just sort of, I understand that in being the elite, the Young Bucks like to have fun with that kind of stuff and 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 take their shots if you will but it's always in a very snl type way it's always in a very goofy sketch type way whereas with cody a person who you know it not shock not surprisingly for a guy who has talked about yeah i was just in the hallway once and stephanie ran into me and said hey you should put you should you should do the same thing gold dust does and it's like Mm -hmm. great now i'm that now just one Mm -hmm. random encounter Mm -hmm. I would understand why they're that that PTSD, if you will, or maybe just that, oh, man, I'm going to show these people. Oh, yeah, totally. Cody obviously has. I mean, given that his dad is a legend, huge shoes to fill. His brother's a legend, huge shoes to fill. He doesn't want to be the guy who's just relegated, so he came out on the open market, crafted his own path, and then he has the opportunity, hey, I'm going to make something here in AEW, and his vision doesn't align with the guy writing the checks. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. going to be that's going to be an issue. So this isn't terribly shocking uh, to see. Because yeah, he had, I guess he had it, it,
2: it depends. You know, it, it could be interesting to see where he ends up next, though. If if he wants to risk going back to the same environment he left in the first place, yes, he's elevated his his status. But as we've seen time before, you see someone who's gone out there. I mean, we've seen both sides of the coin. We've seen someone like Drew McIntyre who was in the company, left, came back and completely changed their fortune same with Bob Lash. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's been other times where people come into the WB and you think, okay, they got a chance to really do something and they don't.
1: You know. Well, okay, let's let's explore that really quickly because those I I is there anybody who left and increased their stock greater than Cody? I'm I I just don't know. I mean, I, it, it's going to be different now because AEW still so new, mm-hmm. but Cody went out. I mean, okay, so you just mentioned Drew. Somebody here mentions Drew. Drew didn't build a wrestling company; he built no. his body. He he, yeah. he he command he he became commanding as a, as a presence, mm-hmm. and he wasn't before. So mm-hmm. he absolutely did increase his stock many times over, and it totally yeah, paid and, off. And,
2: and Lashley didn't create a company. He went out and proved that he's a legit main eventer in Impact.
1: I don't um, know that Lashley's in a much different place than he is uh, than, than he was in, in the WWE the first time. I mean, he was he was, well, he was I mean, the he ECW was, champion. He was he
2: was you know yeah he was ECW champion and a and a, a mid card champ on the main roster. But now he's a legit main sure, eventer. Sure, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You yeah. know he's bumped he's bumped up to the next level on the card. I for think sure. I think doing for the sure. MMA stuff bumped his stock up. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Um, and he had Brock, but he was a main eventer when he left, and he was a main eventer when he came back. You know.
1: I mean, I think the thing about the thing about Cody is that because we mentioned before the idea of of him doing Stardust, we've seen people sit out. If they don't like what they're given, they sit out. Cody, Maybe. I will guarantee you, Cody will sit out before he puts another Stardust outfit on. I would hope so. Yeah. um, We're going to have stream problems again, but we're going to have to move on. We have to, uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. Cody, he probably understands man. I have I have done very well for myself. I have the legacy now of being the founder of the competition for the WWE, the first major North American promotion uh, since WCW. And and that is that is something huge that he can, you know, hang his hat on. Definitely. And if he can now go and get a massive offer and he has that relationship with Vince already built in, he's probably been sweet talked. And uh, and Vince knows, hey, you know, I, I I see you as a big deal. Come back, here's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, I don't know, man. I could, I could, dude, I could only imagine. Like you and I have been our own bosses now for, it's what, seven years, six years, seven years, yeah, going on yeah. seven years. Holy crap! Yeah. Hey, yesterday was the anniversary. Oh wow, was it? When we took the That's phone the 20th? call, it was the twentieth. See the twentieth or the twenty first. It was one of those days. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. I so, remember. Hey, happy anniversary. Seven years happy ago. We anniversary. got laid off. Yeah. Um <laughs> I could only imagine if I helped build something and I'm the king of the castle and then and then it's being taken away. I wouldn't want any part of that. You know, I mean, I can imagine Cody's ego is probably bigger than mine. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's on a bigger scale. It's on a it's yeah, on a much definitely. bigger scale of what yeah. he did compared to a couple of idiots like you and me. But imagine like you build something and then it's like taken away from you. And he's like, oh, do I really want to be a part of that anymore? Yeah. I mean, at the same
2: time, you could go to WB and, and and get the payday and, and hope. That they can uh, give you creative that's qu- that's good and interesting and and sustain it. Um. So, it, but it, I guess it's, it's 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 situation. Do you go with the two devils that you know? But which one do you think provides a better opportunity for you?
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think there are enough. There are enough people, and we've talked about this also. Like, okay, well, what 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 do we think Cody's going to be doing in WWE? There are enough people who have it just fine. There, you know, oh, yeah. if, if you look if you look at the raw upper mid card scene. I mean, it's 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 loaded with people who they're doing good work with Seth, they're doing good work with Kevin Owens, they're doing good work with Edge, they're doing good work. Even Miz is like, you know, that the last feud he had with Edge, Edge and Miz is so start and stop, but they're putting him in a celebrity role. Um, oh yeah, there there are people there that are very happy. And, oh, I'm sure, yeah. And and I think that I don't know, I think that I see a lot more in common with Cody and Seth and Kevin Owens. He probably sees those guys as like, okay. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I'm not an Alistair Black. I'm not coming. I'm not an unknown commodity from NXT 1.0, which is by and large where Vince was was screwing up, where people coming from Triple H's promotion and not knowing mm-hmm. what to do with them. Um, but a guy like Cody, Vince knows what he Vince knows what he's getting into with Cody. He knows he's going to be paying him a bunch of money, and uh, and so I don't know. I kind of feel like that situation where he's looking at those guys and saying, "Well, those are my contemporaries." I, they seem happy enough. Like yeah. I look at Raw, and I see that they're in in decent spots. Then he'll end up on SmackDown getting fed to Roman. <laughs> um, that's a possibility, but that's still I, I I see I I see him in much more of like a Seth Rollins role than like a Cesaro role. I don't see Cody being oh, relegated yeah. to Cesaro. You know, yeah, I hope not. Or like a Kevin not. Owens thing. It's like if he's going to go down to Roman, that's that's a pretty good spot right there, and you land in the upper mid card. I don't know. I I think I think yeah. It's it's interesting that he shows that, but I can understand. AEW seemed, and it'd be difficult to think that it wasn't a very personal thing for Cody. And then to, mm. to to have that sort of taken away. Yeah, I could see I could see why he'd do that. It's like okay, well you know what, that's fine. You have yeah. that. You you have that. I did what I wanted to do. Yeah, and go back and make a bunch yeah. of money. Yeah, maybe. maybe real reason Cody left AEW real reason there we
2: go uh you want to talk uh weekend wrestling shows we watched a few of them of course we watched elimination chamber our recap for that is up right now we also watched uh later that evening a saturday evening impacts no surrender as well as triple a ray reyes let's talk impact first yes uh we run through these results and talk about story beats as we go Uh, opening bout jake something it's a new number one contender for the x division title after defeating chris bay do you want to say it steve chris bay Thank you, Ace Austin and Speedball Mike Bailey. This mm-hmm. is a fun match. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Uh then we had Jonah defeating Black Taurus. Yep. Uh Jay White in a really good match, defeated Eric Young. Mm-hmm. Uh Deonta defended the
1: end the being the Ring of Honor title. Yeah, it was like a uh, open challenge for whichever mm-hmm. title and it ended up being yeah, a former I want to go for Ring of Honor, uh, a Ring of Honor alum uh in Mar- Miranda Ali's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we had Matt
2: Cardona defeat Jordan Grace by DQ. Uh, she hit him with the chair. And think it wasn't a no DQ match, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. as a DQ. That, she broke the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Gorilla's of Destiny successfully defend the Impact Tag Team titles. Against, sorry, Good Brothers successfully defend the Impact Tag Team titles against Gorilla's of Destiny. With the help of Jay White. Yeah. he hit Tomatonga. Yeah. with a Blade Runner. Oof. And then it'll help the good brothers get the win, and then
1: uh, they all threw two sweets at the end. Yeah, man. So, and that's been playing out on social media. Tanga has been, uh, you know, very rude to Jay White, and the Young Bucks. The young Bucks are piling on that too. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you mean
2: with all the talk potentially or speculation about Tony Khan's huge announcement being some sort of super show? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're laying the groundwork story wise. Yeah. For something you know, with, with that show. And if nothing else, we talked about this before the show started. It's probably good of both impact and new Japan to have this story play out on impact because they're both in the same cable network. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. believe they air back to back. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. You know, so if, if, if viewers of impact want to see the story continue, maybe on uh, new Japan, I don't know exactly what the broadcast schedule is like on access and New Japan, whether it's more recent stuff or archival stuff or what, Um, you know, that's that's good for for access you know and see if it plays out on on
1: uh new japan strong and whatnot i kind of appreciate that like aw made all the waves about the forbidden door stuff but impact is really you know they're, they're doing a lot of heavy bullet club stuff uh, yes. lately and uh and i appreciate that both those companies impact and new japan number one it's just nice to see that their relationship has been mended after so yeah. many years of not of being, it being bad of it being pretty pretty terrible um and uh, and the fact that they're they're doing this collaboration, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I know I know that New Japan, or we've always heard, anyways. I think Dave Meltzer has always said that New Japan has always wanted to work with the Good Brothers. They like they like having them around. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if this could lead to any other. Uh, I mean, I know the New Japan Cup uh, 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 brackets were released. Yes. Um. I don't. I don't think there was any impact names on there. I didn't really. I just saw Dick Togo has like a buy in the first round.
2: Yeah, some of the choices for the buys are interesting. I would have thought, like, hey, you're a champion, you get a buy, but no. No, Dick Togo, you get a buy. <laughs> yeah, Dick Togo get to buy. You have a popular GIF, you get a buy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Here, let's <laughs> reveal who
1: has the buys for the New Japan Cup. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I think it's just, it's like, okay, well, that's one less Dick Togo match you got to deal with House of Torture. <laughs> so yeah, maybe. Says,
2: Here's a buy. Here's a buy for you maybe maybe uh then uh, moose so oh, sorry mickey james defeated tasha steels in a fun match to retain the knockouts championship yeah that was cool moose defeated w morrissey to hold on to his impact title and then the main event really fun match honor no more defeated team impact after ed edwards yeah yeah turned his back on impact fun and hit everybody on team impact seemingly with the kendo stick yeah
1: and allowed uh, uh, Honor No More to get the win, and then he ripped off his Impact logo patch from his vest, from yeah, his no. Volt vest, put it there, and that was the last last thing we saw. So, Mister Impact Wrestling is now aligned with the the promotion that doesn't really exist anymore. Though, apparently, you said that they said something about they got yeah. a new logo coming up. Yeah,
2: they 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 got the Super Card of Honor happening Mania weekend. That's cool. happening. They got a new logo. They're going to unveil. They're going to go back to touring apparently afterwards. So mm-hmm. it wasn't this reset was a reset. Yeah. It wasn't. Shutting of doors. Alright. Ring of Honor's fine then, man. That's great. Yeah, seemingly. Seemingly. Uh let's talk
1: uh Raider Reyes. Oh wow. Man, oh man, where to begin? Um there was some good stuff. I don't want to make it seem
2: like it was a bad show all around. It was a messy show.
0: This a was, very messy
2: show. And part of it, I don't know if the weather, how much the weather played in it, because it was an outdoor show and it was pouring rain by the end. It was even that doesn't really insane. explain. Uh, the La Familia Real versus La Impresa and NGD match.
1: Yeah. Which was, I don't really understood what happened from I, the very beginning. I honestly wonder if so much of the problems here had to do with the discrepancy between broadcasting on fight and then broadcasting on space and not knowing how to time out that stuff. Because it seemed like for the la- for the half hour leading up to the space broadcast, the so space is the channel in, in Mexico, the last half hour, or the half hour leading up to that broadcast beginning, it was the most filler of fillers. It was like, I mean, we think it's bad when somebody makes their entrance on Raw and the match starts 10 minutes later because they have, like, the SmackDown recap and commercials and, and stuff. Commercials and 2 This was like a half Smackdown, hour yeah. of that. It was. Um, and, and then that match itself was just an absolute confusing disaster of a match and it was long it was honestly it was it actually made uh, uh, the Cardona uh, Janella match look like a, an exercise in, in, in efficiency because yeah. this was all over the place and it really just completely killed the show luckily watching it live with all the friendos with you the enforcer you know it was good for some lulls but my even that was like what are we even watching right now yeah, yeah. And then they seemingly changed the rules to the Ray to Reyes match, which is
2: traditionally, I believe, like an elimination. Yeah. Bout. And then when Psycho Clown pins Cybernetic Code, holds his hands up in victory, like, oh, he seems awfully happy for just eliminating one person. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he wins the sword. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, that was a that was a highlight for me because I had picked a Psycho Clown. Yeah, there.
2: yeah, I thought it was going to be Los Vipers 9 Anyways, get to these results. of Valkyrie returns AAA. Uh, and she's the new number one contender for the Raider Raiders title uh, after defeating Flammer, Maravilla, uh, Kaira, and Lady Shawnee. And then Los Vipers won two matches back-to-back, uh, defeating, it wasn't Willie Mack, it was uh, Mystices Jr. Yes. Willie Mack was advertised mm-hmm. for this bout. Instead, he was on Impact mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as part of Team Impact. Yes. So Mystices, uh replaced him. Mr. Iguana and uh, uh, Nina Amberguesa. Mm-hmm. Nino Ombraguesa. Sorry, I can't talk right now. And also Los Vipers defeated Los Mercenarios and the team of Octagon Jr. and Sexy Start 2. The aforementioned uh, La Familia Real.
1: The team of L.A. Park. It's the parks. And I believe it's two kids. Yeah. L, uh, iho del la park and la park jr i think yeah
2: i think so Something defeated La like Impressa in ngd this match was an absolute mess i i didn't know that disqualifications existed in AAA until this this match where it was an absolute mess the entire time and at one point the ref just raised up la park's hand and said that they had won yeah still yeah. know exactly how that happened uh it was supposed to be lucha brothers taking on drilistico and dragon lee however phoenix opened the show saying Still hurt, mm-hmm. can't wrestle, so it turned into a one-on-one bout between Pentagon Jr. and Drillistico, which Pentagon won after some overbooking at the end. Uh, I mentioned Psycho Clown defeating Cybernetico to win Raider Rez, the the uh,
1: unannounced participant. Heavy metal. Yeah, he was uh, featured in the uh, WWF 1997 Royal Rumble, but also I think he's another legend in AAA. But uh, I'm, I'm about to cut today later on. I'm going to cut together our reaction to because so enforcer had chosen we all chose somebody different ray de reyes and i just i basically threw a proverbial dart at the board and came up with psycho clan the guy who won you went with cybernetico because the vipers had had a good night yeah, they had run the run run yeah they had had the run of the, the card before yeah but earlier in the night the tbd taya ended up winning so enforcer was like hey i think it's going to be two for two on tbds or two ba tbas to be announced yeah. And so he went with to be announced. Heavy metal comes out, and it's just a wave of underwhelming hits. The enforcer. It was a wildly hilarious moment. It was pretty damn funny. It yeah. was pretty damn funny. Uh, in The main event:
2: El Hijo del Vikingo successfully retained his Mega Championship
1: against John Superstar. Of course, mm-hmm. John Morrison. Yeah. WWE. Yeah. Rudo too. He was playing. He was uh, yeah. wrestling this heel man. He, I thought he was pretty effective too.
2: Yeah, and and it, this match especially was really a shame. The weather was so lousy. They did what they could, and it was still a really fun match. Mm-hmm. But you can only imagine if the weather had cooperated and there wasn't like puddles of of water in the ring and ringside, what else they could have done.
1: Yeah, I know it was it was pretty gnarly. You'd think that they would have like accounted for that or something, but uh, apparently they were just like whatever. No F's given in AAA, obviously. Maybe not. Uh, maybe not.
2: Uh, no official RAW preview today. As of one thirty Pacific time, so let's just speculate. Is, to get a, is Cody going to show up tonight? Yeah.
1: Fuck if I know. <laughs> Probably I mean, the right. T- the Miz is saying he's got some mystery partner. For Man, him. that is yeah. not going to be Cody. That is not going to be Cody. You think there? You think the WWE front office is slipping? PW Insider, the uh, the the celeb news. I don't know. Uh will Cody show up tonight? Yeah, probably. And we're on the road to WrestleMania. That seems to be where he's going to go. So, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't know. It's it's funny like there's so much stuff out there people saying, "Oh, it's a work. It's a work." I firmly do not believe that it's a work. I think no, this I is think real. It's and uh and yeah, we're on the road to WrestleMania. You do it. Do it now. They're in win now mode. That WWE. Yes. They they they're, they're in we want to get this thing sold. We want a good price tag. Um if Cody shows up, do you think they they'd best Two million in the ratings. No. They're not on Sci-Fi again, are they?
2: No, they're on USA Today.
1: They did pretty good on Sci-Fi last week.
2: Yeah, compared. But no, to I speed. don't think they're going to do two million. No, they're not going to do two million. They're not going to do two million.
1: Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. It does look like our uh, our stream is back. Oh, Welcome good. Back. Apologies everybody. for the issues. Apologies for the issues. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We have a thread up here on the. We
2: do. Uh, Twitter Twitter the Twitter machine uh, Juan Guerrero Jr. asks: is it be diminished the intercontinental Championship so much to where it doesn't even matter At this point if Johnny Knoxville wins it at WrestleMania I'm not expecting any kind of David Arquette level backlash
1: uh, That's a Really good point yeah it's 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 been devalued quite a bit
2: and uh, It has been I mean I'm sure there will be some backlash backlash because it is still the Intercontinental title yeah like, historically the, yeah. the workhorse title you know
1: yeah people Like to complain also but yes, it, that's true too. It's definitely not the same thing as if Johnny Knoxville won the WWE title, which is Mm-mm. comparative, uh, comparable to what happened with Arquette in the w- WCW yep. title. Yep. Yep. Uh, B man Patrick Sparks Don Wagner, one wrestler from WWE, AEW, New Japan Impact, GCW, and AAA, form a powerhouse bowling league team. Wow, team
2: who seems like they can bowl. Hmm.
1: Man, I do not know.
2: I don't know either. Uh, Dick Togo. Yeah, good. Eric Young. That's good. Oh,
1: well, those are good names so far.
2: Um, Jeff Jarrett.
1: hmm Oh, wow, good. He's GCW, uh, right?
2: Yeah, he'll, okay. he'll be the yeah the GCW representative AAA. <laughs> wow.
1: What do we have? Dick Togo, Jeff Jarrett. Who else? Uh, Eric Young, Eric Young from Impact. Okay, um, from AAA, I'm gonna go with heel ref. Okay, good. He good. looks like a bowler.
2: Yeah, AEW. Oh, Taz from AEW. Oh, perfect. That's
1: good. And then WWE. You see the preview for the uh, uh, Carmella uh, Corey Gray yeah. show? It's like the yeah. horniest show, apparently. I know. Like I know. Just talking about boning the whole time. Yeah, that's funny. funny They're just talking about farting the the whole uh, time. That would be much funnier. I don't want to see them being sexy. I get that wherever I want. I want to see them being real. (laughs) Being real. It just, it just flatulence all over the place. Beefing all over the place. Come on, man. Carmella, 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 I think they're both funny people. I want to see them, you know, be funny. I know. All right, who from WWE would be on this bowling team? Oh, man. I don't know. I would have said Braun Strowman. Xavier Woods. And that's good. I was going to say Seth. I think Seth in like a Lebowski-esque role would be good.
2: Interesting. Uh, uh, Jason Lewis here asked, inspired by Bel Air on Peacock, what 80s or 90s sitcom would you re- reboot as a drama? Grace American Hero.
1: Interesting. But like you keep the aspect that he can't land. <laughs> All like right, a drama and he just can't land.
2: There's a, there's a lot of inherent drama in being a superhero who can fly who can't land. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. how do you actually h- help people? If you can't land.
1: You just that's sort of land stuff. on whoever's attacking them, I think. I guess so. Yeah. Just kind of spear them out of, the you know, midair. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, it was a small wonder. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's like all about AI and robots and shit. That's actually yeah. pretty apropos.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was going to say the facts of life.
1: Oh, that's good. That'd be a bummer. I know. Uh, Anthony Tobias with Kota Ibushi returning. Will he win the New Japan Cup and face Okada? Or someone knew when the tournament, given that he was the only person that uh, the press conference that was mentioned at the press conference following the Okada's win over Naito. Yeah, he's probably going to be Kota Ibushi. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be Kota Ibushi. Okada said he's not going to win, so he's probably going to win. Uh, Oregon
2: grinder of all the wrestlers and all the promotions in the late to, uh, sorry, mid to late nineties. Who would
1: you have most wanted to see in the NWO? Heartbreak kid. Shawn Michaels.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I know he was later, but I mean, like at, at its at its peak. Yeah, prime, prime, yeah. 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 Um,
2: trying to think of a deep cut here. Hmm. Mm. Taz.
1: No, oh, that's good. Cybernetico. Good answer. Yeah. Vampiro. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Greg Morris. Let's use our power to look into the future. If Stadium Stampede happens this year, who's in it? He says Elite versus New Undisputed Era, Andrade Family Office. Well, it's like, what, five-on-five five or something? Four-on-four? Five-on-five? I'll go five. Let's say if it's five-on-five, five, I'd say Elite and the Undisputed Era. It's, okay. It's, against. it's you know, it's the bucks and Oh, uh, against, against, Be against Best, best Friends. Against Best Friends. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Enforcer says, uh, Larson, last lap of the Daytona 500, Who's it doing the mother effing, Roman or Brock?
2: So, that, the end of that race is pretty wild because it, there was a wreck. They had the caution out. They restarted the race. Another wreck. Oh, wow. And they had to go into overtime. Oh, geez. It was pretty wild. Wow. Wasn't expecting that level or that amount of wrecks, but I guess that's what people are trying to get in position.
1: Shane's birthday tweet Theory and Waller had great star making performances in cage matches lately. What's your favorite star making performance in a cage match in wrestling history? For me, it's fully. It's it's Hell in a Cell. Oh, Hell in a Cell. That yeah. was such an iconic moment.
2: It really was. It really elevated him to the next level. It did. Yeah. Uh, White Brownie, with today being Raw's 1500th episode, do you expect to see some returns tonight? You wouldn't know that based on how WWE is promoting the show. It's kind of a milestone that they were kind of ignoring. They did have Kind of ignoring, I mean, totally.
1: They did put out that YouTube video, I think it was. Top oh. 10 shocking returns to WWE. Yeah, it make, makes you think Cody's coming back today. Yeah, they love the troll.
2: Uh Nathaniel, the twine winder. What's better, waffles or pancakes? I'm a waffles guy.
1: Yeah, they're nice and and uh what's the word? They're crispy, crispy on the outside yeah. and, and soft on the inside. Yeah. It's sort of for me it's a mood thing, but I think overall if if it was like, you know, I'm on death row and they're like, what do you want? I think it'd be f- waffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're flaky, mm-hmm. flaky as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. buttery. Yeah, buttery. Uh, let's see here. With uh, all, all along the Watchtower, with Brock and Roman having dom- dominated the upper cards of Raw and SmackDown last year plus, who can WWE try to push as legit contenders once Mania is over? Lashley and Drew, Drew for sure. Yeah, yeah, Drew for sure.
2: Uh, Kyle, they are booking Reigns versus Lesnar heavily for Mania. Do you think WWE have plans in place for after one of them uh wins the WWE Universal
1: titles? I would hope so. The plan for I Reigns that, is beat more people.
2: Yeah, it's probably beat Drew. Yeah. Beat Lashley. Yeah. Maybe Cody. Mm-hmm. Maybe Biggie. Mm-hmm. Throw Happy
1: Corbin in there. How great would that be? Uh, if we must. That'd be fun, I think. Cause I think you'd happy Corbin would have to, to turn face uh heart the duchy asks uh name one dream match you have involving an nxt uk and an AEW star Ilya versus uh, uh, brian danielson gallus mm. versus all oh, the undisputed era yeah
2: that'd be good uh wild dude if you knew they'd be bookwell what nxt uk wrestler tag team or faction would you want to bring to nxt or the main roster I mean, I'm honestly surprised that Pretty Deadly hasn't come to NXT 2.0 yet. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. But no, you just said it. I want Gallus on main roster. Yeah. Gallus to SmackDown. That would be pretty solid. Mix it up with Sheamus and uh, that other guy.
2: Oh, Rich Holland. Uh, NJWP asks, what do you think the future is for NXT UK? I think so long as they're not losing too much money. I would imagine they would just... Be allowed to do what they do until at least until the deal with, with bt sport is up after that who knows but
1: yeah i honestly don't like you said i think it all comes down to money you know if if they're making money off this tv contract then i assume they'll just stay around they're in a weird spot because it was like hey this is the first of many global localization, and they set them up and they did all these deals with other promotions out there and basically wrecked the rest of the indie scene out there in, in the UK, mm-hmm. and then they just didn't do any more of the global localization. They got that deal nope. with BT Sport, and BT Sport seems to really like them. I think they do good numbers out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Hugh heavy. if WB approaches you to be an enhancement talent for one match, who would you want to
1: squash you? Oh, man. Um... Who's like a real map-based guy that can just quickly tap me out? No high-impact moves. Um, the, uh, on the main roster? Yeah, or 2.0, whatever. Mm. I'd say Noam Dar. Okay, that's good. I'll go with... Uh,
2: say uh, Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey,
1: Steve. Oh, that's good. Charlie Dempsey, yeah, that's good. Then I get to see the entrance that they do up close <laughs> anyways that's gonna do it for us thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it to the twitch stream uh crowd it sounds seems like they're back with us apologies for all the problems today Ooh. yes uh but it, it happens from time to time it does unfortunately but our
2: apologies yes yeah
1: uh, stick around we'll hang out with you guys for a little bit uh till next time we'll talk to you later
2: goodbye